Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Please consider supporting Black Women United YEG for the protection and advancement of black women and girls in Alberta. You can learn more about them at bwunited.ca. They are always looking for donations and volunteers. So please, again, support Black Women United YEG for the protection and advancement of black women and girls in Alberta. Again, that website is bwunited.ca. This is Dmitry Samarov from Chicago, Illinois, and I love listening to Vishkana's creative control because whether he's talking to a favorite musician or actor of mine or someone I've never heard of, it's as if he's introducing me to a new friend, and the way things are going, couldn't you use a new friend? Listen now. To make your flexible monthly donation to Creative Control, please visit patreon.com slash Control today. Oldham and Lori Damiano are each gifted and prolific artists who currently live in Louisville, Kentucky and Portland, Oregon, respectively. Over the past 30 years or so, Oldham's wise and distinctive voice and songwriting perspectives have positively altered folk, country, and rock music by his vast and ever-growing catalog under banners like Palace, Bonnie Prince Billy, Superwolves, and his own given name. Increasingly, Oldham's lyrics make sense. Damiano is a wonderful visual artist who works within the realms of animation, illustration, murals, surface design, advertising, packaging, apparel, filmmaking, fine art, fiber art, and education, and has collaborated on various projects with Oldham over the years. Their most recent work together is a children's book called Shorty's Ark, which was illustrated by Damiano and based on a song of the same name, which came out in 2021 and was written by Oldham and the remarkable guitarist Matt Sweeney. Shorty's Ark is a beautiful hardcover book, which was published by Drag City Records on April 21st, 2023, and it prompted Will and Lori to join me for a nice talk about things like uh, gardening, the Kentucky Derby and horses, the history of their collaborative relationship, the state of children's books, and what it's like reading and writing children's books, knowing that animals are real, zoos, and a live sea otter cam, which made Lori laugh so hard, it impacted our ability to hear her on the communication interface we were using. But you, the listener, will hear her clearly in ways we couldn't at the time. The fascinating origin story behind the song Shorty's Ark, a dream like a death, weaving, future plans, and much more. A part of the Entertainment One Network with the support of listeners like you who follow and subscribe to this podcast and spread the word about it and make flexible monthly donations at patreon.com slash creative control. This is a donor-driven podcast, so if you have the means and the inclination to support all the work that goes into this podcast all the time, 
please consider doing so at patreon.com slash creative control. Thank you. With additional support from Blackbird Music, a wonderful record store with physical locations in Edmonton and Calgary, Alberta, and very friendly staff who will happily help you look for whatever it is you need. Hey, say you want to order uh, some Will Oldham stuff, some Bonnie Prince Billy stuff, some Superwolf stuff, uh, or uh, maybe you want to order this book, Shorty's Ark. Well, just head over to blackbird.ca, type in what you want in the search box, and lo and behold, they'll either ship it right to you if they can, or they'll save it for you at the store and tell you to come by when you feel like it. It's just that simple. Learn more about Blackbird Music at blackbird.ca. Plus, in-kind support from uh, Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planted Bean Coffee, respectively, in Guelph, Ontario, and Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton, Ontario. This is episode 775 of Creative Control, featuring the lovely and talented Will Oldham and Lori Damiano with your host, me, Vish Khanna. Fair maids, I'll prove untrue And if you think that these are false promises I'll leave these vows as a pledge to you that what I do may prove unsuccessful And fortune prove to be a slippery ball That a favoring gale it may ne'er blow on Hi, Laurie. How's it going? Great. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. Th- thanks for asking. Where in the world are you today? I'm in Portland, Oregon. Nice. How are things going in Portland for you, particularly you, today? <laughs> Great. It's gardening season, so we're all excited. Oh, nice. So you got you got a garden in your house there? There is kind of a garden in here. Actually, I'm standing in the only spot in the house where the floor doesn't squeak, and it's right by all these house plants. So there might be some little like little tiny fly traffic going by. Oh. <laughs> I encourage that on this show, if, if I may. That's great. I like the insects <laughs> fluttering about. That's lovely. How long have you been in Portland, if I may ask? I think like 16 years or so, off and on. 16 years. Okay. And where are you from originally? I'm from the Central Valley in California. Oh, nice. So you're a West Coast person. Yeah. Nice. Well, I want to say, I don't know you. This is the first time we've ever interacted. I was looking at your website in the lead up to... Our conversation and your uh, body of work is very impressive, if I may say. I don't mean to butter you up, but it's a really <laughs> remarkable. And so I can't wait to talk to you more about, uh, where is it? I have a copy of it here. Like we're on a, I'm on David Letterman. <laughs> I love this book and uh, my family loves it. Oh yeah, Will's got one too. Look at that. That's great. Yeah, it's wonderful. So I can't wait to get into a bit more of your background there. Uh, but before we go too much further, uh, uh, Will, are you there? I am. It's lovely to see you. How are you doing? I jury's out. I've heard that. No, yeah. <laughs> just just kidding. Uh, where in the world are you today, Will? I'm in the attic in Louisville, Kentucky. Ah, how are things going in Louisville? It's derby time, you know. Ah, uh, so got a lot of horses. There's not a lot of horses. No, no more horses. I mean, all the horses are apparently getting hurt and dying at the track because it's such oh. a cruel and unusual. Sport quote-unquote sport but it's you know it's such a big deal here that like kids are out of school tomorrow because of uh the derby is it an unusual amount of fatality among the it is yeah 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 it's been on like i think it's even maybe it's been on national news Um, oh no is that the conditions like the the it's just the way it's the it's the respect that people have for the most important part of uh horse racing is is lacking oh my god i'm so sorry to hear that that's horrible very, Here in Louisville, warm. we celebrate gambling and alcoholism. <laughs> Those are the lifeblood of the city. And healthcare for profit. Healthcare for sound, profit. Yeah. <laughs> that does not sound good at all. I'm sorry. And given the context of a it's book. Full grounds for, for writing things. Yes. Well, we're talking about a, a book that celebrates the animals in particular. So uh, yeah. I, I imagine it's germane. Well, listen, uh, not to uh, leave you out of it. Congratulations on Shorty's Ark, uh, the song and the book. Uh, they're both. I've, as you may know, Will. I I love the the last uh, Super Wolves record. It's remarkable. I I play it constantly still. That's and I say this because in this day and age, it's hard to 
get people to keep listening to things after a couple of months. You know what I'm saying? It's it's highly discouraged. Yes, it's discouraged. It is. That it is. is the exact word for it. And I try to fight it, but I'm also on the hamster wheel because I need to prepare yeah. for all these conversations. And uh, so it, it's me. I I know this. It stands out. Listening to it this week, wonderful. So I want to get into uh, a few different things here, but let's start with you two in uh, particular. Uh, Lori, how do you and Will kind of know each other? I know there's a bit of history there. Well, we had we have mutual friends, and a really long time ago, I sent Will some rocks through the mail, and I think that's how we met. <laughs> and a map. Is that? Oh yeah, and a map. <laughs> that was when you were in Vancouver. Yeah. No, I was actually um, going to school in Southern California, so I lived in this canyon. Huh. Is that so when you said the map? Was, but the, the map I wasn't. So. I thought the map was like Vancouver related. Maybe it's a different I have it map. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what map know. are you re- thinking of? Well, I remember trying to tell you about the canyon that I lived next to, that yeah. I lived in. That's the one I remember, but there may have been more than one map. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada for some Canadian content here. Is this correct? Yeah. So you spent time in Vancouver. See, I missed that earlier. That's interesting. What were you doing in Vancouver? Um, most of my most beloved friends live there. Oh. So I was just playing and hanging out with them. <laughs> This is a strange question, given how big cities tend to be. But is there is it anyone we might know in the music or arts realm? Uh, someone I might know personally, if I may be selfish. Is there anyone you can cite in terms of some of your Canadian oh, friends? I mean, most of my friends I knew through skateboarding. Ah. There are a lot of artists and musicians in the mix. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who you know. <laughs> That's impossible. Impossible <laughs> question. I just thought if you said, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, somebody famous from Vancouver, Ryan Reynolds, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard of him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never saw him at the skate park. Yeah, he's probably but... he's probably buying the skate park. That guy, he seems to buy everything. <laughs> anyway, that's okay. So you got a Canadian connection, too. So you sent, I, I just want to backtrack. Rocks, what compels someone to send another human being? You know, rocks. Why, why were you sending Will some rocks? I don't remember why. I just really, it, I like them. One of them, I remember one looked like a little, like a little steak. I'm a vegetarian, but it was a cool little miniature. And I had heard that the moon broke off from that canyon. Oh. <laughs> I don't even remember. There's like some lore. So I was like walking around looking for moon rocks, like exploring. And I found some, I think. Huh. So I think I sent those. <laughs> Is that right, Will? Do you remember yeah. it was so long ago? My my rock collection is extensive, and I, once it comes into my possession, it just becomes a rock, unfortunately. <laughs> and I have thousands now. Yeah. Is it normal for people to, to mail you rocks, Will? Is that something you request? I No, I think it's significant. It's more speaking to an inherent relationship that... I mean, I, I think there's a lot of that Lori does that you know, might not be technically considered natural or normal, but it speaks to me very clearly and specifically. So sending the rocks is just an, is one aspect of that. Right. Lori is laughing at your description of her uh, relationship to normalcy, I think. Lori, is that what you were laughing at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, no, that's lovely. That's great. And the map, we're, the map, you don't have the map handy, do you? Well, I, I want a visual. I don't have it handy, no, oh, okay. no. But I, I'm sure I have it, but I don't have it handy. Okay, nice. So uh, as I alluded to, I think uh, this uh, Shorty's Ark, uh, this book is not the first time you've maybe collaborated. Forgive me if I'm wrong about this, but that's why you're here to tell me I'm wrong. Will, have you worked with Lori before? Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of things. I, it's... It, like, I've got a painting right here. Well, I could show you. Sure. I got two right here in this room, actually. Uh, one of them was a, was a collaboration. And, oh, you can't see it. Oh, yeah. There. So, so that was the cover of the Cold and Wet single from the uh, Letting Go record. Mm-hmm. Um, that might have been around the first time. Was that around the first time that, that we officially collaborated together? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then over here is the uh, is a painting that I got from Lori called Wolfroy Goes to Town, after which I named the record. Ah, here we go. Okay. And that's just the ones in this room, I think. Yeah. And but then, 
So for letting go, there was also an incredible poster that Lori made. Um, and then, like, Ask Forgiveness, she did the border around the cover and the illustration. There's other illustrations in there that she made. And the back cover of uh, Songs of Love and Horrors, Lori's. And what else? Um, more stuff. There's more. That little illustration in your. Book. Oh, in the book, in the lyric book, also. Yeah. Like, as soon as you open it up, there's. Lori's work in there. Yeah. That was the first thing and then that just came to mind for me. Tons of inspiration. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just in general, like uh, her work buoys my approach to my work and has for many years now. I love, I love this about you, Will. When someone's work or, or whatever expression touches you, you're all in. I, I like that. I, I like that uh, this is clearly the case. Um, I know that can be awkward to do so with someone <laughs> in the same virtual room as you, but can you speak to what it is about Lori's aesthetic or approach that has appealed to you and why you continue to want to collaborate? That's a good question. I mean, it, it, first of all, it's visceral, you know, it's just seeing it and not being able to control my emotions or my reaction to it when I see it. And, and usually the dominant emotion is one of, of joy and release and, and like just seeing things realized. Uh, well, no, it's just joy. Yeah. It's just a connection. It's just a connection I think there is probably, you know, Lori is uh, accountable and self-sufficient, which are things that I value in other human beings, especially in artists, mm -hmm. um, and continues, you know, and seems to work extremely hard, but always, you know, I guess she's a humanist in my, my estimation. I think I, I think I have an appreciation for humanist artists and, and Lori is one of the finest examples of one of those living and working today. That's very lovely and well said. Thank you, Will. Uh, Laurie, uh, similar kinds of questions, I suppose, around uh, what Will's work might mean to you, and, and maybe if, if, if it inspires you and in your work. Uh, is it possible to speak to that? Yeah, I'll try. I feel like I have pandemic brain, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> that's okay. We, um, we all have it, I think. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. It's it's everywhere. I like that it's a um, pandemic. No one can say I'm out. I, I don't feel a thing. Like it, no, that's the whole point of the ner the term. It's it's everything. Sorry, I don't want to mm -hmm. digress. Everybody, don't apologize. Yes. I'm every day is like this for me. I have pandemic. Everyone does, you know. So are there islands? Are there islands like you know the like on in Gilligan's Island the episode where the the Japanese soldier you know washes up with the submarine and doesn't re doesn't realize World War Two is over? Are there are there places do you think where someone has no awareness that such a thing as a global pandemic occurred? I think probably Fox News. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, actually. I, I don't know the answer to that. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's... It seemed to do a pretty good job of, of covering territory, I, I felt like, in terms of awareness. I, probably the best. I can't think of another event that's gotten better press. I don't think so, yeah. I don't know who's in the PR department there, but they're doing a bang-up job. It's just some people resist. And uh, still, they're like, oh, I didn't know that album came out five years ago. Really? It was all over the news. That's what I'm hearing. Sorry, Lori, real digression here. I didn't mean to start anything. Uh, can you speak to uh, Will's work and yeah. what it means to you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was. I think the first time... It really hit me was like in 1999, I was on a train going to Sydney from Melbourne where I was an exchange student and I was listening to I See a Darkness and I don't know, there was, I, that moment like really jumps out to me when I, I just, I don't even know how to describe it. This is so inarticulate, but I just was like, it was feeling like, yeah, a connection, I guess, like Will's describing. Visceral. Like, it's a visceral, yeah, almost impossible there, to yeah. articulate, I would think. Yeah, so yeah. I think there's something in Will's music that there's a kind of like storytelling that I feel like, I don't know, but it seems like there could be a similar approach in process where, like for me, I'm like pulling out observations from real moments, but also like disrupting those with like things that I would like to imagine. And there's like a lot of surprises, like in Will's songwriting and the lyrics, there's like all these surprises that just delight me so deeply. <laughs> and um yeah, so I feel like for me, there's something like that that is happening. And when I'm trying to make images, mm -hmm. um, where I'm like recording things, but also 
I don't know the right way to say that. I like um, that. The, the element of surprise, I do think, is something, you know, it's important for me to surprise myself with the understanding that ideally that would extend to it, surprising the listener. And that, that is something that I come across in your work constantly is this wonderfully satisfying surprise of like bursting through a membrane that previously seemed impervious. And all of a sudden there's, there's this fun, beautiful things coming through it that you're like, you're kind of like, well, of course, of course I could never have imagined that. And of course it's, it's, intensely satisfying to me yeah i will surprise i will surprise. i will say uh, laurie i think you're speaking on behalf uh the way you articulated that I, I think you may not realize but you're speaking on behalf of a whole whack of fans of will's work uh it's exactly what i feel it's been so lovely to have this book in my in my house my daughter and i have bonded over it at story time uh, i added the element of playing the actual song uh, during some of our readings, she and I now, uh, I sing to my daughter. Uh, I'm on a shift with my wife. We alternate days. So when I go up there uh, to read and sing, we've started singing the song together. Uh, she's really interested in it. She's got the words down pretty pretty much already quickly. I think that's a testament to Will and Matt and you, uh, Lori, as well. Like it, it's, it's a connection thing. And the surprise thing, I, I wanted to allude to something for folks who may not get to see this. Uh, I, uh, In my privileged position, I'm often sent uh, biographical details and information. I'm just switching my screen to this PDF about the makers of Shorty's Ark. Will Oldham makes songs mostly out of his home in Louisville, Kentucky, where he lives with his wife, Elsa Hanson Oldham, and their daughter, Poppy Joe. Increasingly, Oldham's lyrics make sense, period. That made me laugh out loud. That is a brilliant <laughs> sentence. And I, I couldn't, I don't know what to tell you. I get these bios uh, all the time. They don't make me laugh. That's a surprise. Yeah. That's very funny. I'm sorry, Will. I don't mean to put you on spot. I, I assume you had some hand in that. Very funny. Thank you, Google Google Bard, for doing such a great job at writing that. It's <laughs> Increasingly, all those <laughs> Sorry, it's making me laugh now. I apologize. But I think the surprise and the sense of humor... Uh, comes through in all of Will's work. Anyway, I didn't mean to further digress. Thank you for both uh, doing the awkward job of commending the other in front of the other as well. But I just wanted to get a, a sense <laughs> and give people a sense of this relationship. Let's get into Shorty's arc in particular because we've outlined some other ways you've interacted. Uh, Laurie, how did the collaboration on this book with uh, with Will and, and everyone else involved, how did it actually begin? I think Will sent me a text in like late 2020 is that how it began probably i don't know it was mysterious though the text was mysterious that doesn't seem it was just about a project it doesn't seem like a will Oldham text yeah. to me but yeah sure it was a mysterious <laughs> <laughs> it's vague it didn't say what the what it was it just said it was a project that we should like maybe we could talk about a project and then I didn't find out for a little while later, I think. Now, it, as I said, I went through your website, Lori, and I, I, I was looking at all your remarkable works. Um, I'm not sure I saw too, and forgive me if I'm incorrect, I don't think I saw too many um, children's book illustrations. Is that fair? Is that correct? That's right. Yeah, this is the first first time that I've ever been able to do this, and I'm so excited. It's something I wanted to do. <laughs> for so long and I don't think Will knew that at all it just happened that way I see. so yeah so in your own uh Will Will like uh, like me I think is a, rel a parent of a, a young child or children Laurie are you much uh, have you been exposed much to sort of children's books in your since you've not been a child let's put it that way in your adult years <laughs> I mean yes but I haven't like it's it even though I've wanted to make one I haven't like tried to like yeah. research that world i've just like enjoyed the ones that i've come across around kids that i know yeah but um yeah so i'm learning a lot about this whole like landscape of amazing books that i didn't know about yeah. as we were working on this we were like researching other books and talking about books that we liked so yeah nice so it could be a little bit of a gateway for you there uh, yeah, for further hopefully. projects, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Will, I think I've seen you even opine about some of the kids' books that you've been uh, that you've encountered in the marketplace. Fair to say you've consumed a lot in recent years. Is that a, is that a fair assessment? 
It's a fair assessment. Yeah. yeah. Just got back from the library with a new little load as well. It's yeah. What is your general sort of feeling about what you were seeing? I assume or what you've seen. Sorry, I should say, because we do the same thing. The library. Uh, my wife, Michelle, just brought a stack home from the library and the kids rejected all of them. No, don't even want to look at uh, it. And we're like, oh, why? They want the same. Sometimes <laughs> they want the same things. Uh, yeah. So sorry. Uh, and do you take that answer as a final answer? No. No, we try. Yeah. Okay. I will confess yeah. that uh, because it was meaningful to me as a kid, and I don't even remember why, I've been trying to say, Ramona, we should read uh, Charlotte's Web. You guys ever hear tell or read uh, Charlotte's Web? Do you know that book? Yes. Yeah. So I, I remember it from my youth and re- reading it numerous times, and she just like, no. And it's because she's still pandemic brain, I will confess, or whatever, my daughter's it's been hard to, to, she's been, she, whatever behind means. I hate using that. Cause what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> but we're, we're, we're trying to get her reading and writing a bit more. And if there's not pictures in every page, that can be a problem, but she's getting better and better. And we're reading together and it's really fun. Sorry. A little personal aside, but, uh, yeah, she take that's, but that's been a no for about a year and a half. Can we try it now? No, uh. I don't want to. What is it, the pig? The spider? Nah, won't try, but. To answer your question, no, the library books will slowly sneak their way into rotation because they have to. We're like, well, it's got to go back in three weeks. We ain't got a lot of time here. Yeah. And so we, we make it through. My question, though, sorry, Will, I didn't, I hope, it, does that answer your question? I think it does. Uh... <laughs> Was I too evasive in my answer? Yes, is the answer to your question. Gotcha. Is there anything that you, um, in sort of surveying stuff, consuming what you've consumed, did any of that kind of inform what you wanted to do with such a book or maybe even why you wanted to make such a book uh, like Shorty's Ark? Sure. Over the years, I think there have been many conscious and unconscious references in, in lyrics to songs that I've put together that, that are pulling from the world of kids' books as I remember them from childhood. And in general, when I'm picking up books at the library, I try to think of books that, you know, one criteria is that Poppy might look at it when she's 12 or 18 or 35 and say, oh, I remember that from when I was a child and, and feel good about having read it rather than feeling uh, humiliated or, or resentful for having been, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, the Shorty's Ark just, you know, it, it just, yeah, it just plays out like a like a children's book that, you know, like a children's book, in, in the, the, like the children's books that I have an appreciation for because it is, it's repetitive, it's simple, it's basic, but it's wide-ranging it's funny, and there are certain kinds of complexities that can please the adult reader mm-hmm. or or the adult child looking back at, at the at the book, I think. Yeah, every time we, we've been singing along and reading along, and uh, Ramona will add, my daughter, will add little uh, asides, like uh, instead of just saying, and a giraffe, she'll be like, with boots, because I think, yeah. I think that's an example of a giraffe wearing maybe cowboy boots, if my memory serves. Yeah. And she's picking up on that stuff. So there's little jokes. That really struck Poppy as well. <laughs> the, the boots on the giraffe. Yeah. So so just to home in on that, Lori, uh, you're you're thinking about this song, this beautiful song. Lori's muting her laughter. Yes, I noticed that. Are you muting your laughter? Come on. We need a laugh track here. No. <laughs> I put it on I put it on like the highest background. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I see, like I see. blocking okay. because there's like there's construction, there's thunder, there's landscaping oh. going on. Well, <laughs> well, just for our own gratification, any laughter you can insert. Uh, yeah, yeah. Makes <laughs> laugh closer to the mic. Just laugh closer, because <laughs> we're seeing you with your big laugh. No, just kidding, Lori. What was I going to say there? Uh, yeah, Lori, so... Uh, I'm gonna hom- boots. You want to know where the boots came from? I want to home in on the boots and other details, actually, because you're here in the song. There's no boots in the song. Uh, what do you? What kind of uh, interpretive uh, license do you have with the song to add little things there? Are you going back? Are you texting Will Boots, and then him go? He goes like, "Yeah," or how does that work? Oh my goodness, Will! <laughs> oh wait, what's this? Oh my Boring. gosh! What, what? what happened? Sorry. <laughs> what? This is so funny. What is it? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh no. Has it, okay, sorry. Is there a There's giraffe with did a funny. giraffe enter the call? Did we call it out? What's going it's on? Actually, it's kind of like that because what? Okay, okay. He's laughing. 
<laughs> Everyone. I can imagine in Portland, Oregon, that maybe giraffes do wear boots, actually. Yeah, I don't no, know. We have, we have to tell Lori, like, actually, in the rest of the world, something called reality reigns, and giraffes actually don't wear boots. They don't wear boots. Like, wait, yeah. wait, no. giraffes outside of Portland, Oregon don't wear boots? You can't just put a, a pocket have... wolf in your pocket, is what I think. Yeah. Another thing I learned. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Lori, are you okay? What's happening? I'm sorry. We can't hear you laughing. Just for everyone, she's like miming joy. It's all I can say. It's like it's a silent joy. It's like a silent film. It's like a Chaplin film. What's happening over there? There are also card playing moles in the book, and I imagine that that's something that happens in Portland as well. Where like there's little bar, little coffee bars where moles go to play cards. Absolutely, and everyone's just like, "This is normal," and we do everything correctly. My Ramona is like the lion's wearing a wristwatch. What the heck? <laughs> Just little fun Sorry. things for everyone. Uh, there's lots of fun. The Black Widow oh has a heart gosh. on its abdomen. <laughs> it's it's yeah. very fun, and I encourage everyone to open it. But we need Lori back in the call. She's hey, are you back? Are you back? Are you, can you hear me? What's going on, Lori? Can you hear me? Sort of. Yes. 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 Sort of. I wonder if I'm no, too no. far away. Anyway, yeah. I had in the background. A webcam of the otter tank at the Monterey Bay Aquarium that I was enjoying earlier. <laughs> and it just like kicked on with audio because I guess they came in to feed the otters. <laughs> I don't know. This is very, so so very confused. appropriate for this I'm book. Sorry. Nothing could be it more appropriate. Is. Yeah. Otters <laughs> eating at the aquarium. That could be a line in the song. Well, it may be oh, artful. Oh, my goodness. I missed otters. I'm so sorry that I missed otters. Well, my, <laughs> my daughter has some questions about what didn't didn't make it in, by the way. But anyway. Hippos? Are oh, hippos yeah. in there? I think. I don't think hippos made it in either. I can't Did remember. I can't remember. No. I don't think so. Yeah. Hippos and otters are two of my favorite animals, so I'm Whoa. kind of angry at myself. Well, it's hard to rhyme. What rhymes with hippos? I mean, if we're going with rhymes. <laughs> yeah. Hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, Laurie, what was my question before you You were it? asking about the boots and like the wristwatch. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was detail. asking about the exchange of ideas with Will. That's what I was asking about. Yes, you got yes. the song and then you've got artistic license to some extent, I'm guessing. But are you going back oh, and my forth gosh. of it? Yeah. Yeah, so much artistic license. I think like most of my projects with Will start out with me like pitching him on me doing something else because I'm like worried about doing what I already like doing. <laughs> and then he always like course corrects me like, you know, so supportive yeah. and like affirming. And then then I can get to work. But like we usually have to go through that first. <laughs> <laughs> so just for those listening and who have heard us uh, fumbling about in the last few moments, in Oregon, the state of Oregon, in Oregon and in yes, Portland, yeah. in Portland, do giraffes wear boots? Good question. <laughs> I've never seen a giraffe here. I don't know. They might. Oh. Like the fa- like the fairies in Birmingham, England. So, yeah. So your you, But your admission that you've never seen a giraffe suggests that you don't know. And maybe exactly. you assume. I don't know. You presume. Have you never yeah. ever seen a giraffe in person? <laughs> no, I have, but I've okay. never seen one in Portland. Yeah. It's, it's, is there yeah. a zoo in Portland? There is, but I've yeah. only been on the train that goes by it. <laughs> so you can see like a couple enclosures, but I haven't actually gone into the zoo. But it's a really, it's a really great zoo, I hear. This, pro- this probably says something more about me, but we used to, when I lived in Ontario, we haven't done any zoo going here, but I'll tell you why, maybe. We would take the kids to the Toronto Metropolitan Zoo, I think is what it's called. I, As an adult, I find it depressing. I find it depressing to see the animals uh, in the in the states they're in. And uh, I don't know about you. Will, do you have any of that, or do you just think, like, I mean, the majesty and the whatever, that's there. But do you ever get like, ah, oh, poor lion? Um... I don't. No, I don't. It's not something that depresses me. It doesn't depress you. Okay. No. This is like I said, just me. Just me. Lori, do you like? No, the I zoo? think a lot of people don't like zoos. Oh. Yeah. But for the same uh, reason. Yeah. I think there's so many things where we hold two things in mind simultaneously. Like I feel, I feel that way too. That I don't want to think about it. It's hard to like yeah, yeah. acknowledge what's happening, but then. There's also, I don't know, I, I like, I guess I'm like trying to make it seem better in my mind by understanding that some of the animals like are having, having issues where they couldn't be out in the wild and yeah, yeah, yeah. cared for yeah. and that sort of thing. I teach animation and 
There's a lot of life drawing at the zoo. So I've taken so many students to the zoo to draw in LA and the students are usually pretty depressed about it. So <laughs> I, yeah, I don't mean to make it gloomy. <laughs> I'm saying I went to the zoo a lot as a kid and I didn't think that hard on it. I just went and you, yeah. But then when you take, when I took my kids, they would ask me questions. Why does the, why does the hippopotamus seem sad? And how come there's no words that rhyme with hippopotamus? And I'd say, yeah, those are two good questions. I don't know. It's not good. I agree. Uh, huh. And then as you go, they're like, yeah, they all look a little sad. So anyway, I'm just saying they were into it, but they were also like, why can't the monkey just be a monkey? I think those are the kind of way, the way I read the questions. Why does it have to be in a, anyway, guys, we're not yeah. going to. Well, well, I can tell you that the otters I've been watching are psyched. They look so stoked. I love so, animals. I love that's them. Good. Yeah, otter. Yeah, otters are happy. When when I was a kid in high school, I had a classmate whose dad ran the zoo, and so for for we there was one time when we got to go to the zoo after hours, and around sunset, it was just one of the happiest places I'd ever been. The animals were so happy. So I guess I'm trying to huh. assert the possibility that animals like us just hate the working hours you know like they hate the slog and they're and we're watching them just as you would if you walked into anybody's office you'd be like why is this person so depressed why doesn't this person just jumping for joy and like pleasing me with their behavior right now and then as soon as they leave their work they go to the bar for yeah, happy yeah. hour they're smiling and and the animals were just so happy and playful and they were just like finally all these stupid people are gone and we can just be ourselves and we've done our work representing our species so that children around the world know that we exist and need attention because without that, you know, kids would just be like, why are you showing me a book with weird aliens in it? I can, you know, they, they exist everywhere. Like, yeah. Very well put. That's a good point. So the animals are clocking out and hitting the town. They're clocking out. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Especially the otters. The yeah. It sounds like it. I mean, we lost Lori for like yeah. five minutes there. Hysterics. That was unbelievable. I've never had that happen before. Yeah. No, it's good. I, I want to see. The, can you send me the link to the otter cam? Because now yeah, I want to share it with everyone who's listening to this so that uh, they can watch it uh, as well. Now, uh, we've hinted at uh, possibly why this particular song uh, might have inspired this collaboration, but Will, can you, because I think they're connected, can you talk a little bit about maybe what inspired Shorty's Ark, the song, why you think it maybe could serve well to translate into this project, and maybe within that, what the song might mean, per se, what what you were trying to convey uh, in terms of writing a song like this and putting it in, in this form as a book. Can you speak to all of those things? Yes, frankly. May I, should I speak frankly, or should I... Unless it's going to hurt me, I, th I encourage you to speak. No, frankly. I don't think it will hurt you. Okay. Well, I'm also, sometimes I worry about talking about the origin of the song because I'm worried that someone will jump up and, and claim like, uh, except there was no, there was no, there was no like money that exchanged hands. But essentially like, I don't know how long ago, maybe six years ago or something, so maybe six years ago, somebody contacted me and, and asked if I would potentially be interested in writing lyrics for a new record by the New Orleans style jazz musician Trombone Shorty. Huh. And they sent me a bunch of songs and I listened to the songs and I wrote lots of words for these songs. And I and at the time I think he was recording for Blue Note and the guy Don Was was running Blue Note and I even had like an hour long conversation on the phone with Don Was about Wow trombone shorty and songwriting and things like that and yeah and one of the you know and i was just trying to imagine where i could you know i love writing songs for other people because i love the the privilege and power that i do not try to to take advantage of of, of putting words into singers mouths just as i love you know i have this joy of singing other people's words so i like the idea well if i could get this person to sing anything or offer them the opportunity to sing anything what would it be and, and in this case one of the songs was the original structure for Shorty's art. So I sent all these through management and blah, blah, blah. And I literally never heard a word hmm. about any of them. So then I had a friend who was in the music business and he would say like, okay, well now who was it? It was like, I think he said, Emmylou Harris is making a record and she's looking for songs. So I was like, okay, 
I, I, I think with some tweaking, I could make this into an Amy Lou Harris song. So I rewrote it and changed the name to Emmy Luzar, consented to her, consented to the, whoever these people were. And again, zero crickets, just nothing, nothing, nothing. So then, you know, Matt Sweeney, like, emerges from his, you know, cave slumber and says, you know, I, I think I have, you know, I think it's time for us to make a, some songs. And so I had, so I started working on new songs right away and there was a little bit of momentum and, and I thought, okay, I'm going to send, I'm going to, you know, tweak this back and, and rearrange it and send it to, to Matt as, and, and I like the name Shorty's Ark then, you know, just appropriating the term Shorty for like a, uh, you know, an affectionate term for someone that you have a crush on. Uh, and then figuring that Shorty can be anybody then, uh, yeah. it can be yourself when you're, sing the song or it can be a child or it can be um just anybody in the world could be shorty even vladimir putin could be shorty if with you know the right <laughs> the right brush painting i feel like shorty is invoked on the record again at least i it threw shorty into the traditional irish song uh i am a youth inclined to ramble i heard that yeah, yeah that's what i was gonna shorty say in yeah. there once or twice yeah yeah exactly. so shorty is not anyone specific. It's a term of endearment that is in the vernacular nowadays. Well, it's always someone specific, but that specificity is up to the individual and the and the and the moment. Yeah, I've heard that sometimes uh, for some shorties, it's their birthday. Have you ever heard that? I have heard that. Yes. I think about that all the time also, yeah. Just for the record, everyone, uh, that was a joke that Laurie definitely didn't laugh at. So I'm going to let that slide by. Uh, 50 cent jokes, not... not a 50 cent joke. Did you get that, Laurie? I was yes. trying okay, to now she's laughing. whose birthday it was. <laughs> okay. Shorty. <laughs> Just do that 50 cent callback. Okay, thank you for that explanation, Will. Uh so, Laurie, you talked about the lovely ability you had to collaborate, uh, sorry, to come up with stuff and collaborate with Will. Uh, you hear the song uh, for the first time or whatever when you're thinking about this project. Uh, is your mind going a million different directions? It seems to me like you just went nuts on every page, if I may say. Like, it's lovely. <laughs> it's beautiful. But every t- are you dissecting the song line by line to be like, okay. For that, I'm going to do this and this and this. I, I hate to ask you maybe a simple question, but can you give us a little background as to how you approached the lyrics of the song in terms of what you your role in this project was? Yeah. When I work with a song, I've only got to do it a couple of times. On a project, mm. I like to just go for a walk. I just like to walk around and listen to it over and over, and then images start to come into my mind. And I think... I think one of the first things I did was like figure out how to break up the pages around the song and Mm. like think about the structure of the book, you know, and like there in my mind, there's like a specific delineation between these two parts of it. So I sort of had a little system. Mm. And then within that, there's like a lot of symmetry on some pages and then other pages, not so much. Um, So, yeah, that's how I got into it. Very nice. Uh, well, is there anything more? I know you alluded to, or rather explained maybe where the songs, uh, the origin of it came from, but in terms of what you were trying to convey and the story that it turns into here, um, I don't know that we got to that part of it um, because there's some points that Laurie, are de- uh, Laurie describes uh, uh, the way she illustrated things and there's some symmetrical things and there's some, as the animals are sort of itemized, that's pretty clear, but then, I don't know if it's a bridge per se, but something kind of shifts and it's about the afterlife. It's about legacy almost, um, I think. Is that a fair way of um, articulating? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Does it does it necessarily shift? It, it begins. I mean, it, it begins that way. I want to save the animals before it starts to rain and march them two by two into, you know, the original lyric actually was I want to march them two by two into the song. And that's something that Sweeney abridged. Uh, I want the kids to know their names. So... So from the beginning, it's about legacy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. It's it's a it's a, I guess it's a different approach to looking at not only this beastly concept of of climate change, but but our potential reactions to it. And as in my position, what I can realistically, you know, do to contribute to um, a positive 
trajectory in response to what what you know what we're potentially witnessing i guess and that is yeah. you know by putting you know as a zoo you know i'm not creating a zoo though and creating a song and and with and, and Lori's creating this this book where these animals are not cruelly treated as they may or may not be in certain zoos around the world yeah um they're treated you know with love and respect and and uh you know, reverence and humor and familiarity and fondness. For the most part, the animals are reproduced uh, with some degree of anatomical correctness, I guess. <laughs> even at, even as they are playful and uh, have a you know a cartoon quality to them, sometimes they all are absolutely one hundred percent recognizable as the animals that th- that we've named them. And as we are doubtless going to within our lifetimes probably see some of these very animals disappear in living form from the earth if not probably our children's lifetimes yeah just just celebrating their uh, existence in in the ways that we can do it through singing and, and painting it's interesting because I want to name the animals is a, that's a human thing to do. This is my dog, Phil. Yeah. And so you yeah. kind of weirdly humanize the animal by giving it a name, if I may. I, it's a wrong word because we're talking about animals. But then we've been joking about some of the human iconography. Sunglasses, wristwatch, boots. There's a whole thing here that I think Will and, and, and Lori, you, you seem to be wanting to help people relate to animals. That These are relatable creatures. They're not aliens. They're not wild necessary i mean some of them are don't get me wrong but is there something there will in terms of like i want to name the animals so that you can put a name well, to a face it, so i want to say i want to save them and i want the kids to know their name i want to keep, save yeah. them through you know through identifying them yeah. uh, so rather than wanting to name them i wanted to save them but i guess you know i'm oftentimes confused by my own urges and behavior and it's usually animals that i can look to and say Ah, you know, this is something that we have in common that I'm not sure I feel is in common with my my the species that I've been raised to, yeah. to feel like I'm supposed to be aligned with. Yeah. And here we've created a verbal list of them, but I think you know one of the magical aspects of Lori's process that is that she does she shows all these animals kind of specifically representing some of the things that I feel are un- underrepresented in human society in terms of my ability to relate. I, but I can relate to all of these animals in here. I'm like, these are, this is your, these are my brothers and sisters, my club members and my, uh, my posse. I recognize their, you know, their smiles and their relationship to their leathery skins and their defense mechanisms um, in ways that I almost rare almost never do rarely almost never do when i look at a fellow human being yeah and and laurie i want to ask you a little bit about your own process in terms of adding some of these sort of fun and i mean one of the lyrics here is uh starfish antelope and deer that wild hyena laugh to which my daughter always adds a boisterous laugh uh and then we the, sound like a hyena i don't remember she, do what, good she, job? she tries yeah she does i good. can't get that high anymore with my voice when I was a kid, I could laugh like a hyena, but it's so hot. There, you almost did it there, Lori. <laughs> now that we got the sound filter thing off, we're hearing Lori's yeah. hyena laugh. Yeah, Lori's hyena laugh. The next line is human being, cockatoo, elephant, and bee. And then as this, this is as the, the song and the book are winding down. Your mom's, your dad's, your penguin bird, your first best friend and me. And for those who can't see it, the first best friend and me uh, finds uh, the character. This is Lori's depiction. The character, uh, I believe, Shorty, in a kind of uh, handshake, if you will, with uh, some <laughs> some friend of theirs. But best friend is is an interesting. Your first best for some kids, their first best friend is the animal in their house, the cat, the dog. Yeah. And I, I I think there's a lot of like uh, human animal interactivity going on in this song in this book. Laurie, I think you've done a wonderful job capturing that motif. I rest my case, Your Honor. No, I don't know why I'm making this argument. Lori, does that resonate with you? Yeah, absolutely. That That's funny, though, because um, I think that is one of the only questions I asked Will. I think I asked you, who's me, or something like that. Right. <laughs> right, right. No, and I, I remember that, and, and, and maybe because you asked that, like, there are, you know, there's 
my life uh, over the past 15, 16 years is full of these marvelous Lori D. Acme moments uh, where it's like the reveal of, of seeing something that she'll show me or send me. And the biggest ones were, yeah, those last, those last two pages because I didn't necessarily know how to answer the question. And, you know, and I just thought it's just too abstract. There's no way that Lori's gonna, you know, she's going to come up with something and it's going to be great and it'll be, it'll be totally fine and awesome and blah, blah, blah. And then, but when I saw it, I, you know, it was a Lori D moment where I was just, you know, like I'm gasping. I've got tears in my eyes, like seeing, you know, you know, that the, the best friends are sharing a pair of pink roller skates. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's lovely. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to, who can you roll, who can you, who can you roller skate on one roller skate with only your best friend? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Listen, I just want to say uh, this book is lovely, but I, I, I want to thank you for just briefly even welcoming me into this clearly lovely uh, dynamic you two share. It, it means a lot to me to get to interlope a little bit. So thank you for bearing with me and my questions uh, about this work. Um, it means a lot. Uh, so I, I, I can't help but wonder what... Uh, well, first of all, before I get into sort of what's next questions and potential future collaborations or any other projects you both want to talk about... I guess I want to give you both an opportunity to say, and we've covered a fair amount of ground here. Uh, we've invoked 50 Cent at least once and some otters. I think this is far, it's wide ranging, but I want to give you each an opportunity to say anything about the book that maybe I didn't prompt you to or, uh, that maybe was left unsaid. So, um, yeah, let's, let's just go with that. Uh, Will, is there anything more you want to tell people about the book or something we haven't gotten to? Wow. Well, the book is, 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 uh, you know, is beautiful with and without its uh, dust jacket, also. Yeah. Um, and and you know the I can't remember what they're called. Laura, do you remember what are they called? Like the end pages. Yeah, I think that's that what they're what called? called. I think so. End There's papers, all these book pages. specific terminology, but that but that it's something I don't know that every every page is is remarkable and yeah. and beautiful. And yeah, I could. I'm I'm incredibly great. You know because. I think that Lori knows this, that, you know, she's been one of the most important people in my life over the past 15, 16 years. And, and, but the amount of time we've physically gotten to spend or like even this where we get to see each other, it's so pathetically, painfully minimal and small. Mm. So I'm really grateful for this opportunity to, to, you know, have this kind of interaction even because we live on opposite ends of the country. She's never, you've never even been to Kentucky, have you? Yeah, that's a shame. Ducky's lovely. I mean, I don't know how she's in this conversation. I think uh, we've discovered she lives in Portland, California, Vancouver. She was in Australia. I don't know how you'd keep track of Lori anyway. There's no way. She's hard to pin down. Uh, Lori, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Uh, Lori, uh, similar question. Anything more you want to say about this book for people who, uh, you know, may not be picking up on all the Easter eggs or anything like that? Yeah, there is something I want to tell about, but I, I want to thank Will for saying that. I feel oh. the same way. And thank you so much, Bish, for giving us the opportunity to talk about all this and for your interest in it. Well, of course. Um, the thing I want to share is that, like, the end pages um, with all the stars flying around, it's like outer space. Yeah. That combined with some of these other big illustrations, the two-page spreads that are in the middle of the book. Like, I oh, was my drawing gosh, a yeah. I was drawing upon this experience I had. I probably told Will about this before. I don't remember, though. Sleeping in a canoe in New Jersey because I had this, like, transcendent dream where I became, like, a ball of light and was, like, flying around with all these other, like, comets like energies and everything was super colorful and we were like flying up into the stars and then plunging down into this lake and everything would get smeary and there was like um sparkle rainbow sparkles and just like it was the most beautiful incredible wow. experience and so i was drawing upon that a lot for all those illustrations um yeah i don't know i just really it was fun to like have had that experience and sort of felt like I died, you know? Oh, wow. Mm. Like, what it would be like to be just a spirit. And it was so beautiful. So, 
That's where that was coming from. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that. I would not have known that, obviously. And uh, <laughs> and how but you can spend. I mean, you could spend. And yeah, in the, in the sort of gatefold pages, the the uh, when when the rains come, we'll be there. So the beginning of the second verse through the we'll join them by and by is you could spend days just looking at those four pages and just losing yourself in them. Well, yeah, well, I, I can appreciate that. But I, again, I just, Lori, thank you for that lovely insight. What a profound experience you had and, and how appropriate it is for that section. I described it like a bridge, like the book has a bridge. Um, but I, I think that's probably not accurate. But it is, a, to me, a shift. Uh, reading it, I can tell you, having read it many, many times with my daughter, like it's like, okay, something's shifting here. It's more about like you say, well, we already covered it. Like maybe the whole book begins with this notion of future thinking and legacy, but something there shifts. Like anyway, I don't want to dwell on it because I'm not articulating myself very well. Laurie, that was lovely. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm, I hope you don't die. <laughs> Me too. I hope I don't. <laughs> Listen, the book is available via Drag City. Um, I want to give you each a chance to just talk about anything else that's coming up for you, either together or. Uh, things you want people to know about and plugs if you want to, to send people to things where they can learn more about you each. Uh, Lori, do you have anything you want to talk about? Nothing that I can talk about, but I I am going to be doing a lot more weaving for the rest of my life. So yeah. um, I look forward to weaving things for everyone. Oh, okay. <laughs> keep your eyes out for that. I keep getting <laughs> weaving updates on the show. Everyone's weaving. It's it's very <laughs> really? yeah. It's a phenomenon. Uh, friends of mine in Winnipeg, Christine Fellows, John K. Sampson, uh, John K. Sampson, who you may know as a songwriter in a band called The Weaker Thans, and on his own um, has taken up weaving. And, and and his whole Instagram, which I'll plug, Vivat Vertute, <laughs> is that him weaving things for animals, mostly oh, dog, what? mostly dogs and cats. Uh, I, I can oh. I can share that with you if you, if you like uh, at some point. That well, it's Vivat Vertute and. I, I encourage you to check it out. It's great. And so there's a picture of the dog or the animal and then the inscribed whatever he's made for them. I don't know if it's a scarf or whatever. And their name, it's lovely. What a, what a great, anyway, sorry. I just wanted to share that with you because animals are everywhere and it's germane. Thank you, Lori, for that. Uh, uh, Will, anything coming up that we need to know about that you can share? Because I know the government doesn't let you share all the information, but is there anything coming up? Yeah. Well, I don't know. When are people listening to this? A couple weeks. A couple weeks. Yeah. I can't remember if I have big news that I'm allowed to share before then or not. Uh, but I am, I will have, I will have already played like in Vancouver and Portland and stuff like that. So after that, there's just a bunch of fun, fun tours. I, uh, hopefully there'll be fun over the course of the, the year with, with wonderful folks sharing the bill and yeah, hitting parts of the world, parts of the country that I feel need some visiting. DragCity.com for some of that info. Will, do you want people to follow you on all of the crumbling social media platforms or or, or what? No. Okay. Don't follow, <laughs> deliberately do not follow Will Oldham on Twitter or Instagram. I, yeah. I would just like to do as much as possible with what time I have left on Earth, encouraging people to spend less time interfacing with... Uh, the internet and social media so no fair 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 enough okay listen uh, traditionally and Will knows this because he's been on the show several times we go out on a song how can we not go out on Shorty's Ark is that permissible let's do it to it okay Lori Will this was really lovely uh, Lori it was really great uh, to, to meet you for the first time Will I love you it's nice to see you again thank you for this wonderful to see you thank I you. hope you enjoyed it and uh, best of luck in the future thanks again thank you
catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Thank you so much for listening to episode 775 of Creative Control featuring Will Oldham and Lori Damiano. That was a really fun and lovely conversation for me. I think for them, I can't speak on their behalf at this point, but I believe it was. I hope you enjoyed it too. And if you're new to the show, this is, like I say, it's the 775th episode of Creative Control, which is part of the Entertainment One Podcast Network and is available just about wherever you get your podcasts. If you can't find an episode that you've heard about and you're looking for it, or if you want to learn more about me and sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit uh, vishkana.com. You can also like the Creative Control page on Facebook. You can follow the show currently on Twitter at vishcreative, or you can follow me directly on Twitter and on Instagram at vishkana if you want to do those things. I don't know if we're going to be doing these things for much longer. That's my feeling. That's between you and me, but I'll say it anyway because I always say that. Also, please visit patreon.com slash creative control to make a flexible monthly donation to sustain the work that goes into the making this podcast. Uh, it's a t- weird time to make things and expect to uh, receive any money for the things we make. Uh, this is uh, something I love to do. I'd like to do it for a long time if I can, but it's, you know, it's not the primary breadwinner. So I'm just saying, but still, I'm going to do it don't this is not meant to be like a warning or a threat it doesn't sound like a threat six dollars american or more a month grants you access to exclusive content from my audio archives and you get the episodes earlier than everybody else and uh there's some other perks to it too you don't have to make your monthly thing six dollars though it can be less it can be more uh you can alter it at any time if you're like oh i won the lottery and then oh i spent all the winnings so you start a high because you won the lot. You know what I'm saying. You can change it. So please consider doing that. And feel free to send me a message on uh, the Patreon too just to say hello or if you want a Creative Control t-shirt. 
all the info you need to do all of those things at patreon.com slash creative control. Thank you for considering that and for your patience in letting me get through this spiel. Thanks again to the wonderful Alberta record retailer Blackbird Music, which you can learn more about at blackbird.ca. Also want to thank Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planet Bean Coffee in Guelph, Ontario, and Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton, Ontario, for their in-kind support for this show. Thanks, as always, to my good friend and fellow Will Oldham fan, Jim Guthrie, for letting me use uh, music of his on this show. You can learn more about Jim at jimguthrie.org. And finally, thank you so much for listening to this conversation with Will and Lori. I hope you'll check out Shorty's Ark and all the other wonderful things both of those people do. And I hope you subscribe to this podcast or listen to it or follow it or tell your friends about it. All of that stuff is helpful. So thanks for being you. I hope you're well. We'll talk soon. Bye for now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.